Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk about what I believe is a formula for success in our relationships, and that goes for all relationships, whether work or personal. It's to show up, be consistent, to under-promise and over-deliver. I'm wary about making overly bold claims, but in my 45 years on earth, I think I've discovered at least part of what makes a happy relationship. No small amount of that learning has come about as a result of failure, I should add. The formula for success seems to be to show up, to be consistent, to under-promise and over-deliver. It may seem overly simple, but that doesn't make it easy. I'm sure you can think of relationships of your own, both personal and professional, that have failed because one of more one or more of those was missing. I know that I can. Different relationships bring other requirements into the mix. A remote romantic relationship with your lover will bring different demands than that as a parent to your kids or employee of your boss. Undoubtedly, many other things play a part too. But like building a house, you need solid foundations if the rest of it's going to stand the test of time. Here's how and why each seems so important. Showing up. Much of life is about gaining new roles through the choices we make and the actions we take over the years. I'm a manager because people at work report to me. I have kids, which makes me a father and a husband as I'm married. But each of these roles is only validated by actually doing the thing that earned the label in the first place. Each role demands that we show up to it and put in the work daily. I can only claim to be a writer if I'm actually going to write things, for example. Managing people isn't merely achieved by flexing authority, pulling rank and half-heartedly completing an annual performance review. It's about treating others with dignity and respect, giving them support and empowerment to grow and to thrive. It's about enabling balance in their lives and getting their best work back in return. We'd expect the same from our boss who manages us, and it's fair that we should show up to the role for those who we manage with equal rigour and vigour. As a parent, showing up is about immersing ourselves in the life of our kids, even if we don't feel like it from time to time. It's about playing make-believe, helping with homework, ferrying them around from one sports club to the next. It's about showing interest in their lives and actively stimulating and supporting them in their growth. It's hard to find the time and energy to show up as a parent for, for, in some occasions. And while it can be the most rewarding thing to do, it can be a tough balance if placed against life's other demands. Showing up as a parent means doing this by default and instinct, not just when we feel like it. Showing up as a partner demands selflessness and generosity of spirit. It's about putting the other person's needs ahead of your own, taking an active interest in them and their lives and helping them to live their best life as an intrinsic part of living yours. It's about celebrating the good times with them, and helping them through the times of darkness and adversity. In each relationship, showing up is about simply doing your best, not merely the minimum you can get away with. 
It's about treating others as you'd expect to be treated and leading by example. Just doing it when you want something or when you feel like it isn't showing up either. It's defined by fronting up to the relationship wholeheartedly in good times and bad, when you feel like it, but also when you don't. Which brings us on to being consistent. In my youth, I had a number of jobs working in bars and restaurants. It was hard work, but fun too. The enjoyment came mainly from the people I worked with and the relationships I had with them. Chefs and bar managers can be a fickle bunch, and most are aware of Gordon Ramsay seeing him in full flow on TV. In my experience, many chefs are just the same in real life. There were many times when I had to learn how best to handle their fire changeable characters and figure out the best way of staying on their best side. It taught me how much better relationships feel when I can rely on the other person being consistent in how they act, how they speak and how they respond to me. The same learning's been reinforced throughout life and relationships since. It's unnerving when the other person's moods change with the wind, when you have no idea if they're going to hug you or take a swing at you. Life feels inherently uncertain and unsettling. Consistent relationships feel comfortable and safe. They make us happy, equip us to thrive and to grow. They encourage us to become the best we can be. And we know that they can be relied upon regardless of what else life may throw our way. Consistency breeds peace and serenity. Consistent doesn't have to mean boring or unexciting. Life's inherently uncertain and ever-changing and we need to be able to rely on some things in it. Our core relationships should provide that stability and be the constants that we build all other things upon. Excitement and spontaneity can be injected into a relationship, the icing on the cake. They shouldn't come at the expense of the reliability and stability that comes from consistency in our relationships. Just as we value consistency in others, so we must be consistent with them. Underpromise and overdeliver. The greatest disservice that can be done in a relationship is to promise more than you're able to give or than you intend on giving. Talk is cheap and it's easy to lure someone in or keep them engaged through words alone. Much harder to do, but much re more rewarding to get right, is when you let your actions alone tell you of your devotion and your commitment. In relationships of all kinds, I've fallen foul of believing promises that were made, only then never to materialise. It feels good to have something to strive for and to believe in. The danger comes when we're lured into, a, lured into a relationship or kept within it by a vague or grandiose promise that isn't fulfilled. The job that we take on the promise of a promotion that never comes. The relationship that we remain stuck in, hoping to see the other person fulfil their promise to change. Over-promising and under-delivering place more emphasis on words over actions. It's far healthier for our relationships when we choose to let our consistent, repeated actions do the talking. When we act with consideration, kindness, love and tenderness to our partner, it sends a far stronger message about how we feel than the occasional bunch of flowers and unfulfilled promise of a romantic weekend away. Eating dinner with our family and reading to the kids a bedtime story each night makes far more impact on the parenting bond than being absent Monday to Friday and promising a summer vacation to Disneyland, whether the trip materialises or not. We can often feel powerless to give our relationships the kind of efforts and attention that we'd like or which we think are needed or desired. The best approach at all times, though, is to do whatever we can, to give our best and to do that wholeheartedly. 
to promise more than we have out of a desire to appear generous, flamboyant or flashy is completely self-serving and driven out of our own ego. When we fail to deliver, it will ultimately undermine our credibility too. A final thought. I'm convinced that most relationships that are successful in all spheres of life are incorporating these three principles. Showing up, acting with consistency and letting our actions do the talking rather than over-promising are core tenets of many successful relationships. There are likely many others too, but I think these are a good place to start. What would you add to the list? I hope you find that useful and consider the importance of those facets in your relationships. And until next time, this is Toby with Kintsugi Life saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.